guys, what's up? Welcome to an all new episode of Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Tabby. And I'm Mike. Today is my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Again. And again and again. <laughs> You're going to probably say it six more times before the end of the day. We have a very special guest on the show today. Justin from Wheel of Horror. Hi, ho, Justin. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, love your podcast that you guys put together. Um, one of the three that's usually on the podcast here with us today, I should say. Yes, I am they, one of the three. They're, so, they're too busy for us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so for uh, all of our listeners, do you want to let everybody know where they can find your show and where they can listen to it? And uh, sure. social. Yeah, so our Twitter is at Horror Wheel, and our Instagram is wheel underscore of underscore horror. We're also on Facebook and YouTube, and pretty sure you can find us on every platform. We just got on, like, Google and Amazon Music or Listen, whatever it is. Uh, check us out. Yeah, you guys actually are. I just found you on uh, Amazon Music. We just got uploaded to there as well recently. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm an Apple guy myself. I prefer the Apple one. <laughs> That's that's the one we're having an issue with. Yeah, Try we're fighting with them. So I am the one that chose the movies for this one. I don't know if I should say that because I'm so sorry. <laughs> I made you watch 1973, The Crazies. At least it wasn't that dog movie that that damn podcast had to do. Oh, yeah, the dog movie. <laughs> the power of the dog. Yeah, that, yes. was, that was rough. Um, I've never seen either which i'm surprised because i love these kinds of movies I i'm still happy i saw the original um it was free on tubi thank god yep. that's where we watched it because <laughs> if i had spent like two dollars i would have been like fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah let me just venmo you that my bad dude <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it it i mean it for being 1973 it was really good for its time like uh the introduction into horror and and that kind of thriller type genre that that was the scare well it was it was one of those early career george romero movies like his first movie night of the living dead that was i and i i'm a big fan of that one but i thought that that was a better the acting and it was better than the crazies and these movies are Ooh. 10 years apart yeah, the acting in the in the seventy three crazies was was a little bit dry for me. It was it was rough, and then I started looking at it more, and the budget was massively different. So, like in the nineteen seventy three, it was two hundred and seventy five grand, and the newer one was twenty million. Yeah. So, like, granted, you know, the dollar was worth a little different fifty years ago, but like that's still a massive difference, and. Before even looking, you could tell the budget was low because, like, I feel like they ordered everything in bulk for the original. They were like, yeah, we need, like, 20, like, white chemical white gowns. Suit. Yeah, and, like, 20 <laughs> of those, like, wooden M1 carbines. Out. It, it was just so corny because, like, every military dude had the exact same outfit. I'm mm -hmm. like, they did. And the the hazmat suits for the military. The, they're, like, paper painters hazmat yeah, suits. Yeah, it, it looked like the, like... uh and this is for anyone that's ever been in the room during a C-section for a childbirth. But it's like those paper suits that are really shitty with like the paper booties and the, the hoods. It was, they gave them the ugliest like prop guns I have ever seen. It was rough. It, it was rough for a lot of reasons. Like I tried to be a little easy on it because I'm like, ah, it's 1973. And yeah, exactly. Ramiro had like 
50 something years to perfect his art for the new one. Um, I, I mean, I'm not old enough to know who these actors are in the original. I don't, I don't even think they did anything after this. If they did, I don't recognize them. Maybe one or two people. That's about it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they were like, you know, big hot shot actors back then, but they were just kind of like the movie. I don't know if it was the script. Like, I didn't care about the main actors. No. Well, there were so many. Yeah. Like, the but, like they didn't know. focus on just like one person. Like, this is their storyline, like they did in the new crazies in the remake. They didn't really just follow one person. They followed this person, that person, but then this person interacted with that person and it just. Yeah. And every single, literally like I started like calculating it in my head. Every time the military was on the scene, they were just screaming at each other. It's like the director on set was like, just yell really loud to make it seem frantic. Cause every time we'd cut to them and they'd be like, what are we going to do? Colonel? They're like, it, it's getting, it's a contagion. What are we going to do? And I'm just like, why are you guys yelling all the fucking time? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, dude, I'm sitting like two feet from you. You don't have to scream at me. Chill out. Every time. And then when the sheriff got shot, when they were like trying to take his pistol from him. Yes. I don't know if it was like the sound quality back then, but like, I heard the noise and I was like, was that supposed to be a gunshot? And then you just see like a trickle of blood, like kind of like, strawberry jam it just like kind of like slopped on the floor and i'm like that's not blood what the fuck is that <laughs> it looked like they just filled a cup with fake blood and like really like how fast can you pour this out on the floor it was so bad it was <laughs> all it, that from a little gunshot the, the 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 initial intro though even the kills that they had in this was i mean i it's genius when you're on a low budget like you you kill someone off scene and then you put blood on them oh yeah but there is one scene that sticks out in my mind which i thought that they did a really good job with is uh when the neighborhood is doing the shootout with the military guys and there's this guy like halfway out the window and he gets shot and the squib now in uh spfx makeup and and the movie world what it is is what we do is we attach like surgical tubing type to wherever the gunshot's going to happen and you tape it on their body and you take like a CO2 cartridge in a bike pump and you push it and it boom, like it yeah. shoots it out. That squib work was really good. Like that was cool for me. Yeah. I noticed every time one of the, uh, the military dudes got shot, it would like, it would go to the townsperson, they would shoot, it would go back to the military dude, and he would just have like the gunshot wound on him. And I'm like, man, they're really working with with the uh the graphics Nothing. back then. Yeah. <laughs> I just I mean, it's really hard to talk about this one because uh, again, like you said, like we've said, it's just it's so dry. Like the the acting, you don't know where they're going. You know it's a contagion thing, but what's the next step? Like, I mean, I can't really blame it on the writing because they probably just didn't film it and produce it. The way that it could have gone yeah no i was gonna say uh, it was just like there were so many funny scenes like when they when that helicopter showed up in the forest and yes. the guys were shooting their rifles one-handed in the air at the helicopter and I'm like if anyone has ever shot a rifle first off if you shot it one-handed you'd be so inaccurate nonetheless at a helicopter Oh yeah. <laughs> Plus, to shoot a rifle one-handed, you've got to be insanely strong because rifles are not lightweight guns. Yeah, it was at it all was a crazy scene. 
one of one of my other favorite scenes is when the doctor runs in. It's just the virus. That's all it is. Did you take the shot? It's just the virus. <laughs> He's all like freaking out. What's going on in here? I think it was right before the sheriff got shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was right before the sheriff got shot. What well, what's going on? There's there's one thing in that movie, and it's in a lot of movies in that era that really bothers me. It's the same like it's it's a movie trope that really bothers me. It's whenever someone gets shot, they have to stumble backwards and just fling their arms up into the air <laughs> like they're on a roller coaster going backwards and they just they're tripping and then they fall. But they have yeah. to hit a wall before they can fall to the ground. That's because they're in like such disbelief that it happened. <laughs> you shot me. What? Yeah, I mean, needless to say, I really had to power through the original. And then I, I like the remake for a lot of reasons. I thought it was oh, good. So good. Um, oh, 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 I can't wait to go into that one so bad. Like, the, the crazy thing is the original got a 6.1. Yeah. And the remake only got a 6.5. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like if whoever rated it saw both of them back to back, it would not be that close. No, That's why it I wouldn't. I don't trust movie critics. They're all <laughs> they're all liars. <laughs> <laughs> there is a George Romero actually has two cameos in that in the original. It's uh oh shoot, one of them is he's when you see the president's head on the monitor from behind. That's that's George Romero, and then there's another scene when they're uh rushing them out of the high school he's uh he's one of the guys like in the front of the group that's running out oh, okay yeah but Fun. you've got to catch his first one like really like it's blinking you miss it but he, it, he's like the main the main guy in that did you know that the soldiers that were used were high school students from the town that they shot the movie in no but i mean i believe it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where do i go what am I supposed to do with this gun? <laughs> Action. Ah! Uh, I laughed so hard in the original when he, they put like his nurse girlfriend in that like um, barricade of cinder blocks. Like they yes. built it. And I'm like, first of all, the amount of time and energy it must take to stack like 80 cinder blocks. And then like any adult could easily push it and just be like, I'm free. I'm yeah. So I looked at that and I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> One of the, the, I think it's the opening scene, the house that's on fire. Yeah. The, the guy that set the house on fire with his wife inside, that guy is the one who, he was the special effects makeup artist for the movie. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, one of the, the main things that drew me to the remake was I like the sheriff, Timothy Ol Oliphant. Oliphant. Yeah. Oliphant. I like mm -hmm. that guy. Um, I think he did a good job. I usually, he's Cobb Vanth in Boba, if you've seen Boba. Yeah. Yes. So. That to me, like, even if it was a bad movie, I'm like, I like this guy, so it's gonna be enjoyable. He's he's a brilliant actor. I mean, he also uh, was Billy, Billy, or not Billy? Oh my God! It's on the tip of your tongue. It, it is. Scream two. Oh yeah, he's the yeah. bad guy. Yeah, he was Mickey. Mickey, that's right. That's right. Billy was. Billy Loomis was yeah. Played by I know. Skeet Ulrich in the first. Movie. I don't know why I said Billy. <laughs> We did a whole episode on that. I was drunk as fuck, okay? <laughs> but no, Timothy Oliphant is an amazing actor. His wife, Rada Mitchell, she was in Silent Hill. 
Damn Pod, which also might go by the name That Damn Podcast, is a podcast that, when applied to the ears, can increase blood flow to the area applied. It has been reported to induce laughter, crying, and cringing. Compounded from a mixture of voices, That Damn Podcast is designed to act locally without getting directly into the bloodstream. This podcast is compromised up three different hosts, Don, Zach, and Carlos. This podcast draws upon the properties of each host that they may provide stimulation enhancement. Just not from Carlos. Let's just go into it. Let's go. 2010. Let's go. (laughs) Let's take 1973. See you later. Bye. Yeah. uh, The 1973 one was. What would you give it? What what score would you give the 1973? It's tough because like if I was alive in 1973 and I went to go see this in theaters, like would you think, you know, you wouldn't know it wasn't good. So it's it's hard for me to judge it, you know, after we have such special effects. I, I give it. I'd give it like a six back then. You know, yeah. today, if someone asked me, should I see it? I'd be like, probably not. Watch it on TV where it's free. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would just exactly. say, watch the remake. Yeah. yeah. Just don't tell them that, they, don't tell them it's a remake. No, this one that came out in 2010, this is an original this film. One, this, one right here. this is it. Just watch this. That's all you need. Yeah. And uh, I liked the remake. It was like, it was a good slow buildup. There were a lot of scenes from like scary movies that I like. Uh, kind of like when he goes into the main street and he's looking down it and he notices like there's no cars, there's no people walking. I love scenes like that because like, you know, he's thinking in his head like what something's wrong. Yeah, and I love that because that that's realistic. Like if you if you looked onto your street and you saw nobody there, you'd be like, huh, <laughs> what's what's going on? Let me let me walk next door to Patty's house and knock on the door and see if they're home. You know, yep. typical small town. There's only two cops. Yeah, a lot of farmland. Like, they even went into like the intricate details of going to the, uh, I don't know, like the town hall for that guy to be like, you know, geographically, like who would drink the water first to like mm-hmm. kind of map it out. And uh, I thought at that point they were just going to be like, everyone don't drink the tap water, don't take showers. And the mayor was just like, no. You can't do that. Nope. Mm-mm. We're 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 farm. We're we have crops. We've we've got a you yeah. know, they're gonna lose their ass as he's getting out of the pool. Right. You know, yeah. you know what's crazy is I was thinking if if it's in the tap water and they use the tap water to farm all those crops and then they ship the crops across the country, I like that, too. that would be a crazy sequel. I feel like they set it up for a sequel because when they're walking yeah. through that empty field and it takes place in, I think, Pennsylvania. No, this takes place in Iowa. Is it Iowa? Yeah. It's Iowa. Okay, well, they're yeah, making but, their way to. I think they said. The, but you see this big skyline. Skyline, city. yeah, this big metropolitan skyline in the background that they're walking towards. Yep. It oh, really right. sets it up for a sequel. I would um, have loved it if the ending was. I, I don't. I didn't want Timothy to die. The I thought the ending would have been perfect if it shows them making it to that city wherever they got. Yeah. And they like someone sees them walking. They're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And the camera goes to the wife, and he's just like, "Honey, your nose." And her, her nose is bleeding. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. that would have been good. That would have been sick. Yeah, would have been so good. It would have been good, but it also would have been sad because she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. But and the, but uh, it would have been a good opportunity for a cool effect, like uh, for in the sequel when she's getting ready to like give labor, and yeah. the fetus, <laughs> the fetus ends up being affected, and it like breaks through her." 
kind of like in dawn of the dead yeah or alien they could have easily done a trilogy with that like the whole trilogy is timothy you know it's spreading from city to city and then the third one is kind of like post-apocalyptic like kind of walking dead they're trying to survive but you know yeah we left it at there they they were just like "Mm, we're done the um at the kill scenes are so climactic and just full of anticipation and just waiting for what's going to happen they're I, I'm sitting there watching it, and and it, it's hard to decide on which one was my favorite of the kills. Of the kills. Yeah, if they're you had all to pick good. One, like, yeah, it's tough. Um, I like yeah. the scene where uh, when they're fighting underneath the truck. Oh yeah. And Timothy shoves the oil pan into that guy, and then pulls out that lighter and just throws it, and it torches him. And then they yeah. they drive off in the truck. Only on thing highway. I, only thing I don't get about that scene is. After that mechanic thing like slammed into him and mm-hmm. it like wrecked his chest, when he got up, he he pulled out a, a pistol yeah. and went to shoot him. I was like, why didn't he shoot him, you know, beforehand? Before. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple scenes like that. Um, one of the best scenes, in my opinion, was when he went to the funeral home. Uh, the lights were off, so you knew something was gonna happen. And yeah, that the uh, the mortician dude sewed that guy's eyes and lips shut and then when he cut his mouth he was like behind you i was like how the, how do you know that how do you know he's yeah. like, you're, you're blind uh so that unless he me, could hear him yeah i mean i guess so <laughs> i mean that's the only thing that would make that make sense i guess but but no that whole bone saw fight was badass yeah Whack that him thing, in the head. i think it was terrifying when he was backing up to the the door and it was like chasing his groin i was like oh shit <laughs> all the men in the audience at that point went <gasps> whatever happened to that guy who got his eyelids sewn he probably left him well, that's not... the... what the fuck can you help anybody <laughs> dude help? that's like for this movie uh that's something like i i feel like you'd see that in devil's rejects or like something messed up from rob zombie like yeah. That's like like centipede style so where you like sew people's eyelids shut. It's terrifying. Yeah, it, that's <laughs> that's one of the things that I every time I watch it that always bothers me like what happened with that guy? Like is he just sitting there in the funeral <laughs> home by himself like hell anyone are you going to yeah. finish? That um <laughs> they should have just killed him. They should have just showed him being killed. Um yeah. Also one of the cringiest parts for me was when uh, they took the wife and they put her in like that tent with all the other people who were strapped up. Mm-hmm. And then they they were like, we got to get the fuck out of here. They all left. And then the dude was dragging the, um, the pitchfork. Yeah, the pitchfork. Dude, like that, like just picture yourself in a tent. There's 20 of you or whatever tied up. You can't get out. And this dude is just making his way down the line, gutting people. Oh yeah, that is my favorite scene in the oh. movie. There's so much suspense. In oh that. man, it's I was so good. I was like, just get it over with, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. one of the the cool scenes that I really enjoyed and I forgot about until I watched it again is after the hunters find the parachute mm-hmm. and um, the sheriff and deputy go out onto the boat and they're driving through the the river that they're on and they're like what are we looking for it's a really big plane and he said something like it's like, under yeah. us yeah and they do that pan shot of where the plane was under them 
and I don't know what that that fear is called, but there's a fear of things under the water. Mm. I didn't know I had that until now. <laughs> it was a creepy scene how they do it, like because usually when you see that, it's like there's a shark or like yeah. Lake Lake Placid where it zooms out and you see the outline of the shark. Um, also, that plane was like a C-130 from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. That, that must have been a massive lake. C-130s are huge. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and Timothy Oliphant made a note of that when they were in the lake driving over it. And he said for this plane to sink like this, it had to have been a huge plane. And then he goes, how do you know? It's like, oh, because we're sitting right on top of it right now. Yeah. And then that camera shot of them That's what going I just up. Said. How, how did he know they were on top of it? Well, remember, if when they get up high up in the air with that, with that shot, you can see the wings sticking out of the water. There, oh, yeah, okay. like a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. And I guess he just noticed that and then kind of followed it down gotcha. to under the boat. That's that's my guess. Um, also, when he was in his house and the um the, the mother yeah they were there when he like when he got stabbed through the hand i was just thinking like that that's such a that'd be so painful i was thinking cross contamination i was like ew yes I was how do you not have it when he when he put it into her face or whatever and like her blood definitely got into his open wound well he removed the knife yeah. out the back of his hand as it's in her throat and that's her blood on the knife through his hand so my only two issues with this film in terms of like infection is one he he didn't like literally her blood was in his hand and mm -hmm. two the wife said that it had become airborne how did he not get it from either of those exactly exactly uh, well we honestly don't know that because if you remember um the the police car when it was after the girl died in the um car wash and they were walking down the the road and that police car they shot to take out to talk to him he said um what is this what is this going on like what did you do and he said it's a, a virus and he said what are the symptoms and he said well they don't appear until about two or three days after the initial symptom so he could possibly have it and he's taking it to that big city at the end he just yeah. doesn't know because it's only been what 12 hours since he, the deputy killed the governor or the cop yeah yeah true he could have been infected which would have been a good sequel as well <sighs> and have the mother have the baby and she's the survivor oh yeah, yeah. hey yeah. you want to write a movie Get <laughs> to him. the uh you know the the old police car that they pulled the sheet off of in the barn yeah, yeah. that was one of the police cars from the original movie no way okay. yep. i thought it looked cool all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep. that was one of the cars that they used in the original film that's so awesome i just i love the the ambiance the lighting the the flow the way that the actors had chemistry the original crazies i felt like they were like here's your script you don't get to meet anybody we're getting ready to shoot and go you have to act with strangers in this one you actually felt that bond you know yeah. you felt timothy oliphant's character his heart breaking when his deputy was showing signs where he's trying to stay calm you know he's freaking out over his wife and it, it there was just so much better chemistry better acting and i think you can have better acting when there's again chemistry between the actors yeah uh i just read the one of the things on IMDb, 
the Timothy Oliphant's wife was supposed to be Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks? Yep, but she turned it down because she said that was too similar to the character she played in Slither. Oh. She, let, she said, no, I don't, I've, I've done this character before, I'm not doing it. Yeah, uh, you could tell the first signs of the deputy was when they were driving away from the car wash, and he kind of was like yelling at that younger girl. Mm-hmm. I was just like, ah, shit, he's definitely infected. Actually, it was in the house when he walked oh, into the baby's yeah. room and he was like, got to make sure they're dead. Bow, 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 bow. And he kept shooting them back and forth. Honestly, I just thought he did that because he was really just trying to make sure. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, seems, well, <laughs> seems legit. The way he said it was like, oh, I just needed to be sure that they were dead. Here's your gun back. Like, I probably would have done the same thing, too. I mean, just like yeah. just one. I don't know if I would have like emptied the whole thing. Because <laughs> well, you're you're dealing with something you know nothing about and. The mindset of the the crazies i mean you you don't know if they're like oh i got shot i don't care i'm coming for you anyway like a zombie would yeah like so shoot him in the head speaking of zombies did did you hear a lot of the vocal work whenever the crazies were attacking yeah i mean what was it from like uh it's very similar to a lot of like the dawn of the dead george romero type zombie movies if you if you listen you can hear the like, oh yeah, they they probably just took it from other uh, movies and but put it was, in there. But it was still like they're zombies, but they're not zombies. It was that classic Romero zombie sound. Yeah, that you get in a lot of his stuff. I fucking love it though. Yeah. I want a ring. T- I need to find a ringtone. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. Yeah, I like I like Romero because his this movie was different than other zombie movies, which is why I liked it because you couldn't tell. The only way you could tell who was infected was two ways. One, it had been like two days and they actually like their veins were black and their eyes were all yellow and bloody. Or two was if you were very close to them interacting with them and they were like saying weird shit or acting weird. But other than that, like you would see someone in a field or a house and you you wouldn't know. Mm-mm. So that was cool. like the, the guy in the doctor's office at the towards the beginning when she's like, oh, my husband is just not feeling well. And she's like, so how you feeling? You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Just a little tired. Oh, yeah. Okay, is that all? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Just a little tired. Like, Yeah, when he repeated himself, I was just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> it's going down. Here we go. And that part with the house burning was uh, it, so sad. And you know it was a small town when everybody is affected by it. Yeah, oh, when the... The mom and and the son got locked in the closet and he burned the house down. And he had no remorse. Like, you knew something was going on. Yeah, well, I thought when when the mother went out to the barn, first of all, I would never stand in one of those, in front of those, one of those big tractor things, which had like spinning blades to like rip up the ground. She stood right in front of it. Uh, I thought he was going to just drive over her and just cut her up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was another anticipation. Kind of moment oh god he's gonna chop her up nope not your time yet honey yeah you got another two minutes before you burn to death yeah it was and you uh when they showed like a glimpse of the burnt body yeah in the yeah. morgue yeah that, that was that was heavy I, speaking of burned bodies taking it off of that <clears throat> excuse me when um the sheriff and his wife they made their way to that um truck stop and she's walking outside as he's scoping out the joint to making sure it's safe inside 
and she sees the the truck semi truck full of those bodies but you don't know that there's bodies in it and she picks up all those shell casings and she's like crying and it puts you into that perspective of you're not safe either way if you're infected or not because they just killed all those fuckers who weren't infected yeah i mean the military wasn't even really you could tell their main objective was to just eliminate yeah prevent anything from leaving the town because they like anyone who was running they were just shooting them oh yeah yeah like uh one of my favorite lines is when um timothy oliphant is talking to uh, the town's guy and he's like oh well where's your wife they've got her held hostage i'm gonna go rescue her and the guy was like why they took my wife who cares like (laughs) you gotta survive and he was like i don't know whether or i can't remember how the line went i don't know whether or not to be sad that you aren't gonna go save her or the fact that i don't even remember the line but it's something along the the lines of you don't care about your wife (laughs) like yeah i mean the scary thing is is if like a situation like this ever broke out i guess uh and the military had orders to do something like that like it it would probably go down similar to that oh oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah every man for themselves um i actually said something kind of funny when um that huge i i don't know if it was a chevy or a ford but that big red truck busts through the gates and they start shooting I said, what you do is get you a truck full of rednecks with guns who's pissed off that the government's invading their land and taking their families. That'll stop them. Yeah. Were those guys infected or no? Or do you think they were just... I think they were just trying to rescue everybody who was held up in the makeshift prison. Yeah. I wish... I know this movie wasn't supposed to be like a you know, military versus zombies type movie, but I wish they had spent like 15 minutes on some battle scenes. Like, Oh yeah. Where like the townsfolk who were turned. Oh yeah. Like when they broke through literally the second, the truck went through, they, they got out of that base within five minutes. And I wish they would have just shown like them being overran and like them messing up the military dudes. Well, it could be the fact though, that they are more on the, medical side of the military oh we need to save our brains to figure (laughs) out how to stop this run away (laughs) yeah they got out of there so quick oh man very quick and i'm surprised that they didn't nuke it sooner yeah i mean like what were they waiting for because i think three days had passed and then they they just decided they're like yeah we're just gonna blow it up i would think maybe once they realized they couldn't contain it yeah yeah that's true that's true it kind of had a resident evil feel though because if you notice in the resident evil movies um umbrellas like looking down from the satellite and it does that Mm -hmm. same kind of like zoom and the satellite makes that like like ting 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 noise and like zooms in and out and that's how the movie ended is with them the military knew those two people made it to the next city and they're again a sequel a sequel what happens yeah they know that they're still alive and they could be infecting another town another city the makeup in this, my God, my God, those are the kind of zombies that I like. I'm, I'm not like your normal Dawn of the Dead, like kind of zombies, <laughs> like the Rage Viver zombies scare the shit out of me. The, the fast moving, I'm gonna rip your face off kind of zombies are fucking awesome. And the makeup, oh, huh. I, I can't speak enough of the makeup. What's really cool, and I did look this up earlier. <laughs> 
um, Jonah Levy, I think is his name, uh, was one of the key makeup artists in this. He is also on every single Marvel movie he's done makeup for. Um, he was in, um, I had a brain fart, WandaVision. He did makeup in WandaVision as well. Well, that's they, technically MCU. Well, yeah. Um, he They had a lot of makeup artists on this. Like, each actor had their own personal hairstylist and makeup artist. Hmm. Um, well, main actor, I should say. Um, I can't believe it scored so low. I love this movie so much. Yeah. Um, we mentioned that on one of our last episodes, actually, how, like, kind of these, if it's not a huge horror film, like, horror films kind of get, like, generic grades slapped on them and as much like if you're not a huge zombie fan you're probably not gonna like ramiro uh because that's you know if you look him up all he's done is uh, zombies so i feel like he knows his movies aren't gonna be like groundbreaking because zombies have been done before but like if you're a zombie fan you're gonna like it yeah well would you consider the crazies a zombie movie though because that's the zombie a, is it's uh they never died and then got reanimated they just yeah it's infected yeah it, it falls under i guess the same category because it's a contagion um yeah. but i wouldn't say they're zombies but which is also interesting because ramiro is so known for doing zombies and then he kind of shifted into this so yeah he's because he was known as the the father of the zombie film genre he created it he did but i guess this was kind of like his way of like let's make a zombie movie but it's oh. not technically a zombie movie it's something a little different which i thought was a cool concept here's the quote here's the quote don't ask me why i can't leave without my wife and i won't ask you why you can oh yeah yeah, yeah. burn on you <laughs> i mean maybe he thought you know they're just going to run some tests and everything will be fine they'll let them out um odds are though if you're ever in a situation like that and you're getting like separated by military you you know it's probably not good <laughs> so. yeah especially in that kind of a situation yes where there's there's really no plan it's just green light go yeah the only other thing that kind of that i found to be a plot hole here was the military said they had like all entry points of the town blocked off and you'd think that they'd be like walking through cornfields or like you know trying to move undercover and at one point all four of them or three of them were walking on the main like main road and I'm nobody like, was there i'm like how is this how is the main road like not blocked off exactly <laughs> but you know it's uh, whatever the the sacrifice that the deputy did he knew he was done for he was yeah. like I'm I'm going to do this. You guys get out of here. That that was a pretty cool like if you're listening to this, I would absolutely stop what you're doing after the podcast and watch the crazies. It's on Hulu on the regular subscription. Hulu. You can watch it for free on Hulu. Well, not free. Not free cuz you're paying for Hulu. <laughs> or you can go out and buy it because it's definitely uh purchase worthy. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have to agree. Don't don't watch the second or the re the original, sorry. Had a brain fart. <laughs> so, uh what would you rate the 2010 crazies out of 10 what i say i got a 6.5 i would give it hmm, i'd give it like a 7.2 I, I wouldn't say 7.5 i don't know i don't know why i just feel like that's maybe a little high and i think below seven would be unfair um it was an interesting concept for sure 
I'd give it. I'd give it in maybe an eight three. Oh, okay. All right. I'm a big fan. It has a couple of little things that I felt didn't make sense, but it's it's stuff that you can. It's easy for me to look past. Yeah, that's fair. I would say uh, I'm with you on the seven point two. Um, I mean the the script, the writing was fantastic. Um, chemistry between the actors and the characters, the the plot was fantastic. Makeup was great. I mean. Special effects were awesome. I mean, hell, they lit somebody on fire. Yeah. They had pitchforks shoved in, in people's gullets. Murder on a baseball field. Murder on a baseball field. Um, that actually sounds like a really good metal band name. Murder on a baseball field. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 7.2 for me. I, I have to agree. I was going to do a 7.5, but I love it. But it's not one of those that are like <clears throat> Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> or Halloween 1978. Well, where it's a perfect 12 out of 10. It is a 12 out of 10. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> that's just me. I'm biased. Um, no, I mean, thank you, Justin, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, Do for you, sure, uh, man. you have any last comments, concerns, questions, anything? No, I just wish they took advantage and uh, made a sequel. Yeah. Maybe somebody will hear this and be like, yeah, yeah, we totally should make the sequel. It's been 12 years now, so. Timothy Oliphant's old as fuck, Maybe too. we might be past the, <laughs> past the sequel, but it would be cool. I think so. Yeah. Probably another remake or something in five years. We'll see. That seems to be the trend here lately. One every five years? Just five make, to ten years? Make the same thing, but put somebody different in it. Oh uh, yeah. Here's the script that we used for the original, but you go ahead and do what you want. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Some reference points. Who knows? We might get another remake. Or a TV series. Oh. A series would be cool. I could do like a, a series. Like a Netflix. one or two season mini series. Yeah. Yeah, they're pumping out series these days. They are. Yeah. Everything gets a TV show now. It'd be too close to The Walking Dead though. I feel like I feel like zombie mm. shows have been done too much. This is a contagion. This is a virus. I mean, it's not like you can transmit it through bites. See, Timothy Oliphant cross paths with Norman Reedus <laughs> and Jeopardy Morgan. They're too yeah. far west. The other guys, Norman Reedus and them, are too far southeast. Anything's possible these days. <laughs> That's right. All right, Justin, we won't uh, keep you any longer on this beautiful Saturday. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate no. it. Thank you for coming on. It's been great. Anytime you, you and the other guys want to come back, man, you guys are always welcome. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We're not you, drinking uh, this time. You enjoy the rest of your birthday, too. I will. <laughs> Thank you so much. Go have fun. Uh, absolutely. I plan on it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, for our listeners, if you want to listen to this show, you can check us out on Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or somehow on Pandora. You still listen to that. Nobody listens to Pandora anymore. <laughs> but I forget I have it. You can follow us on Twitter at Happy Hour Show 3, Instagram at Happy Hour Podcast 3, and you can find us on Facebook at Happy Hour Podcast. I think that's going to do it for this episode. It is. Let's do this. All right, we're going to sign it off. I'm Mike. I'm the birthday girl, Tabby. And we'll see you guys next time. Don't drink and drive. Be safe. Mm-hmm.